Hey, 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 closet busters and bold move makers. It is time once again for Life Uncloset. So I want you to gather around because it is time once again to kick down those closet doors of your life. We're here to escape our BS, explore our fears, and elevate our self-expression. I'm your host, Rick Clemens. I'm the bold move expert and that coming out guy who's going to take you to the party, the pulpit, the wake, and back to the party of living your life uncloset. So come on along with me and grab hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step into facing your fears, making your bold moves, and living life without apologies. Now let's get to the show. Hello, Life Uncloseted family. We have some new family we're going to talk to today. And they're family that really, you know what? They're bringing something to the world that needs to be addressed. Well, not get undressed. I'm saying needs to be addressed. Y'all need to listen much more closely here if you're going to follow me today, because we are talking to two people who have an amazing podcast that I'm so excited to dig into here. Mm. Well, because first I met one of them years ago and I, 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 I just dug them so much even then and there. And then now, now they've got some side trick I've never met, but I'm already liking them too. So, you know, hey, here we go. But um, Black now, Fat Femme, the podcast, it's Joho and John. And <laughs> I don't know, I don't know where the hell we're going, listeners, today, but just I'm saying buckle up, honey, because they're they're gonna cut loose. And I probably won't get a word in edge right. <laughs> I am so I have never been regarded to as a side trick, and this is the first time and I'm here for it. So thank you so much. Yes. Yes. Pop my side trick cherry. Let's just be honest here. John sent me a little note earlier today saying, you know, this one's my side trick. You know me as much more. So, and uh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I live. And I live. You both live. So, um, (laughs) but anyway, so John and I met years ago, not in a back alley or anything Mm -hmm. like that, folks. No, we met on a lovely little college campus. Okay. College (laughs) campus in the library bathroom. No, I'm kidding. That isn't where we met, but um, we met at a TEDx <laughs> event, and I actually got to see John speak, and mm-hmm. blew me away then. And I was like, okay, this is somebody I want to keep on my radar. And then I like, I disappeared. I moved out of Southern California, but um, mm-hmm. so now here you are, and yeah. you do have the the lovely Joho with you. Yeah, you got a great Thank new you. podcast. So I'm going to kind of shut up. Y'all just tell me like, how'd this like come together? Like. So funny story in the same way that we met at Cal State uh, Long Beach, me and Joe Ho actually were really good friends um, mm-hmm. at Cal State Long Beach. I was in a uh, it's always so interesting because I've never seen Joe Ho as like a student per se. I always saw Joe mm-hmm. Ho as like a peer. We mm-hmm. worked in kind of the same department. We were both working in student affairs. Uh, they were working on their bachelor, but because they were working for ASI, um, we, a lot of our paths had to cross in the sense that funding was always a conversation. And so we had to go to cab or we had to go to um, ASI for things. And Joho would be at every meeting and we would just be shooting looks, um, (laughs) you know, at each other about things that were said and done there. Then one Uh day I just walked over and was like, girl, you got to have my number. And we just started texting each other and it became kind of this BFF you know, two really good Judys who saw each other in both at, you know, at work, but then yeah. also too, also in like real life. And then just in the past seven years, Joho has really become my sister. And I always like to say, you know, they are a little bit younger than me, but Joho really does have an old soul. And it's never <laughs> like I, I, it's never like I'm talking to someone mm. younger than me. It's like, I always can have conversations with Joho that I feel like a lot of other folks don't 
I don't know. I, I, there's just something there in terms of kinship. And so mm-hmm. Joho is, is in a lot of ways, just my sister. And so when I got the opportunity to pitch, you know, the show Black Fat Femme to iHeart, the, they, you know, they asked me, they said, is this going to be a single show where you're doing it and you're inviting on guests or will you have a co-host? And I said, oh, wait, we can have a co-host. And they said, yeah, <laughs> sure. And I said, I already know who I'm calling. <clears throat> and so within a day, I just texted them and said, hey, girl, do you want to join me on this, you know, on this new, you know, journey that we're on? Um, and she said, oh, girl, where do I sign? The, and truly. It was an <laughs> obvious. Later, yes. Yeah. Six months later, Black I'm just, I'm just, born. I'm just hurt. Because I didn't get that phone call. So, you know, whatever, bitch, fine. Well, you know, you know sometimes, sometimes. Well, so, you know, and you I know, know I'm older and wiser. So you probably look to me and go, I don't want that old fart on my show. So. No, nothing, nothing <laughs> of the sort. I think for me, the biggest thing was, I really think what, you know, thinking about this show, and I'll say this to be very kind of candid, it was, I wanted to make sure that I could have conversations. Like, so I had a podcast before right. and, no shade to my my old podcast host. I always want to make sure I make that very clear. Kevin is still a good friend of mine. And me and Kevin are still on, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff, specifically Beyonce stuff. Um, but the thing was, there were just moments where I wanted to go certain places with the show that I knew having a, a non-Black co-host wouldn't allow me to go. And yep. so I got blessed to be able to, again, have Joho on my side where it was like, if I want to talk about on a day of being tired and being fat and being Black, you know, or anti-Blackness, I don't have to censure myself. Like I can really go mm-hmm. there and know that they're going to get me. So um, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't me being shady girl. It was me just genuinely being able to say like, we needed a space. And I think I, I love that. I heart has given us that they have really given us mm-hmm. a space. So, but that's the beauty of what we do as podcasters. We yeah. find our lovely space that we can mm-hmm. kind of be as big a bitch as we want to be. And oh, if yes. you don't want to listen, you don't have to. You girl, turn that, it off. If you just <laughs> want to turn this off right now, go for it because mm-hmm. we don't go really ahead. give a shit. No, yeah, look, because, the checks know, still gonna, gonna clear. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <no>. okay. <laughs> you guys get checks. I don't get checks. I do <laughs> <laughs> solo. Yes, yes. That's we the secret, baby. Invoices, <laughs> plural. Plural, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. We, packed, we have packed more into this first five minutes. I don't know. I just know we're going to keep going. But you know, yeah. what's one some of the biggest challenges? Because I'll lay a challenge out that I have found that um, when I launched, not well, this podcast, yes, this was one that like there was a a, a couple of runs like, okay, here we go. We, are we going to make this work or are we not going to make this work? And, you know, here we are. It's episode 548. So I guess I kind of made it work. But um, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to find your path, you, say, yeah. you know, because <laughs> it's not easy. You know, mm-hmm. we were talking about this before we came on the air. You know, it's like, OK, this is a lot of work, you know. And what I yes. found the challenges were keeping that balance of, quote, integrity about the brand of the show and making sure every time I do it, it's aligned with what I say life on clause is supposed to be about. But then there's those other times like, well, maybe I should have this guest on, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And so you have that. Luckily, mm-hmm. I don't have a co-host and I wish I did at times. You guys are my co-host. Today. I mean, I always, when I have great guests, well, let me rephrase that. When I have guests on, <laughs> suddenly it's like, okay, everybody else, he, was on. he never called Oops. me. I was a great yeah. guest. But um, <laughs> it, it, it's interesting when it's just you solo. It's like, oh, my gosh, there's so much I have to think about. And can I do this? Can I not do this? I, I love the synergy like we have going on right now where I wish sometimes I did have a coast because I'm like, girl, I'm tired. You just 
Y'all just take well, over. Rick, Rick just invited you. It's your show now. Yeah, call it, don't, well, you know, uh, go ahead and call it Life Uncloseted Black Fat Fam. It's yours. There you go. But um, don't you find it a challenge at times to like keep the momentum going? Well, well, John, I'll just take this first. I will first go ahead, say, go ahead. Uh, I mean, one, don't wish that on us. We're we're only seventeen episodes in, so like, don't wish us to oh, lose. Shit, to lose you, got, you got so oh, much. Oh, like, girl, calm down. We got so yeah. much momentum, though. But I think, I mean, I, I mean, John and I are just inherently full of energy together. I think our right. synergy is really fantastic and amazing. And I think to your point, Rick, you know, that's exactly why we we're doing this together. I, I mean, I, I'll be clear in saying like this: that this was really John's idea, and I'm so honored. And happy to be a part of this, but I think it's also what a part of the magic is that John and I, you know, John or I can just tell each other, hey, bitch, I don't feel like, I don't feel like, you know, taking up this part of it today. Can you do this part? Can you film <laughs> this part? You know, yeah. like, and that, like, and that happens all the time. And we, like, we, we share, we share it between us. We, we're also very honest. I think what works well is that we're very honest with each other. Like, I, there's not one thing that I don't think I haven't said to John and I, and I right. would like to believe vice versa. Right. Um, you know, and I think, you know, like John and I re- really are really are like sisters, and I think that's yeah. really that's really really important. I mean, like John John's met my actual sister. John's met some of my family. John's met mm-hmm. my mom. You know, I I can't wait to have to have my my whole blackout family here, and John actually gets to meet them in full because we'd just be yeah. a grand old time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, and then I think to the question of like a challenge. I, so so far, I think the I think the only challenge for me at this point is just like is just recognizing this is a weekly commitment that that we're that we're juggling on top of our full time jobs and on top of who we are, mm-hmm. but it's also a weekly commitment to like how self care and space for us to process and talk about things. So it's it's like both a challenge and a beautiful experience because I would like I'm one we get paid to come to the mic every week, which is how you a doing? Joy how, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, but really, I mean, can I jump in? Jordan, you know, Joho, I, 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 it's, it's always weird because I, Joho, Jordan, but <laughs> what I will say is, you know, with, with things, you know, you, you said something that's very interesting, Jordan, and I want to be transparent in saying like, yes, we are on episode 17 and that like episode 14, I was like, okay, girl, what else is we going to about talk about exactly. talked about a lot of stuff already <laughs> right and so each week though and so you know now we're finding our rhythm so we mm. now have a document where if so if we're listening to another podcast or we're listening mm. to one of our podcasts back and someone says something i mean that sparked me you know recently i was listening back to the episode from last week where me and joho were riffing off of each other and three new ideas came up for for show ideas right and so i think you know it, it, is, it is sometimes it can feel like a very heavy lift but i think the thing that is very, very awesome, I, I guess, you know, again, I want to make sure that I make it very clear that doing any podcast is hard, even if you are a person who just plug and play. And I I, I yes. think that sometimes people really, I don't know if we can cuss here, but I think yes. people shit on the plug and play <laughs> podcast where it is just two people getting on the mic and just talking. But even that is a lift because you still have to edit it. You still have to make sure that there's a flow. You still have to make sure that there is a, a, a continuum that people are able to follow. And then you have shows like our where, you know, I, I throw out an idea. We have three different segments. We have guests. We have, you know, we sometimes have to schedule things in the coming weeks. We have two yep. weeks where we're going on vacation. And so now we have to do two episodes and one in yep. one day mm-hmm. like there are things that go into this show but I think you know the biggest thing for me is 
when I went to Joho, I, I explained to them, I said, I need someone who is going to be in this with me, not someone who's just going to say for the first few episodes, oh, yeah, this is cute. Like, I, I literally said, right. girl, this is a big deal. And Joho said, I'm ready. You know, and so I think that there's this this thing of we're never going to ever come to the mic with this mindset of we're just here. To, to, to be here like we mm-hmm. we we bring purpose and that's something that yeah. joho i feel brings out of me every single week is that joho really brings out the purpose of why i'm doing mm-hmm. the show why i pitched the show and why i have joho as my co-host for this show you know so it's awesome see y'all y'all have something special all i yeah, have is the voice oh, voices in my head i'm like bitch what are we gonna do this and me, and well, honey, girl, i don't too. know you you girl, brought me, me to this too. shit i didn't say i wanted to do this <laughs> mm-hmm. actually i do have it i do have an inner black diva within me her name is yep. lemonade pop honey and lemonade <laughs> does not lemonade, does pop. Not lemonade. lemonade pop and she does not <laughs> put up with my shit oh. i'm telling you rick okay. rick we got we gonna have to unpack the black diva at some point in time <laughs> <laughs> She is, she is my, she is my wing. Well, she'd say, uh, I'm not, I'm more than your wing. I'm the whole freaking jet taking you off the ground, baby. So I'm like, uh, uh-huh, I know you remind yeah. me now, shut the fuck up. We got a show to record. So, uh, no, but no, it, it, I love this. Like, yeah, you do kind of get to that point because even today I was talking to one of my coaching clients mm-hmm. and he's, he used the phrase, well, I want a partner, not a project. I'm like, there's my next episode. <laughs> You know, boys, if you're trying to make a partner a project and you're going to redo him, go try again. Because and sometimes it's just listening to the simplest things. And even when Robbie brought you guys to me for this Mm -hmm. show. And then, of course, as soon as I saw you, John, I'm like, I know this bitch. Where's he been hiding? Right. But as soon as I saw Black Fam Fam, I'm like, you know what? I want to do this one because this is part of our queer culture that gets shamed. I mean, let's just take all three of those. Black, fam, and fam. They yeah. all get shamed. Even like big bears get shamed sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and bald guys. Yeah, too. and I will and, say. And daddies who, you know, I, I actually am a dad, a yes. real dad. Yeah. I have heterosexual tendencies that I finally woke up and hallelujah, the Lord said, <laughs> so. Right. Well, you know, the thing that I think is beautiful about Black Fat Fam is that, you know, when we talk about this idea of authenticity and we talk about, you know, whatever stru- whatever things we're bringing to the table, I think that, you know, I and this is something that I said to Will, the person who, uh, who moved us over to annual because again I want to stress that this show was supposed to only be 12 episodes (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I think that that's something that I I I think people remiss is that you know we were in a lot of ways you know I heart I wouldn't say that they weren't committed I think I heart was just kind of like we'll see how things go and I think that yeah they were testing the waters and I think you know now we're 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 getting ready to hit 10 I think we actually we've surpassed in two months we've surpassed 10,000 downloads I think for us it's just and and again and then we have the essence thing and we have a Mm. lot of you know I have students that that I know that are following our show I have old colleagues that are following the show they're just so there's so many people who are like yeah you know we we feel like you're saying a lot of the stuff that we wish other, you know, creatives would say. And so I guess the bigger thing for me is, yes, we could sit for days and talk about how awful the community has been to both me and Joho or even yourself, Rick. But at the end of the day, I feel like I've been called to do something and I've been giving a platform to do something greater. And all those moments that someone made, the way I say it is this, 
y'all laughed and y'all talked shit about me in college for being black, <laughs> fat and femme. And now I cash a check for it. So thank you. You know, thank you so much for 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 treating me terribly, because now okay. I've been able to create a career out of it, a career that many of y'all will never have. Right. Um, and that's not, me, you know, talking shit. That's me basically standing in this idea of it's talking that I cash had, shit. Look, yeah. I had okay. to learn to love me because right. the world didn't. And that's mm. really what the show is. The show is really pushing that idea. And mm -hmm. I want others to take that away as well if somebody had told me in 1999 so i came out well, i came out twice well i come out all the time because every time i open my mouth i come out to somebody it's like oh yeah you didn't know the fact well hello there we are <laughs> but um i came out at 19 and i came out at 36 yeah and if somebody had told me at 36 years old it was 1999 yes i was living like it was 1999 uh that i would take this entire experience and turn it into what it's become right i would have said fuck you uh I've gone through mm -hmm. hell to get to here. Who the hell do you think you are telling me I'm going to make a career out of this and there's going to be a book and there's going to be, uh-uh, not yeah. at all. Now, yeah. I say that not to say, oh, look what I did. I say it to go just like you, John. I, I realize I was called to this. Mm -hmm. This is why I show up. I don't get a paycheck like you bitches, which really pisses me <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, the, the just saying, I, heart, I, so, the I hope to God somebody... Money. <laughs> from iHeart is listening to this going, you know, this bitch is better than them. Forget mm -hmm. them. We're going to pick up Rick. He's got 500 mm -hmm. shows on the book, but it's interesting <laughs> what the payoff for me, honestly, I do get paid. I mean, yeah, people listen to this and I, I get clients constantly. All of you listen, if you haven't become a client, it's time to pony up. Yeah, You've been see, listening to yeah, this see, free we, stuff for years, right? See, we ain't got clients, Rick. So who's really winning here? You got who clients? Is really <laughs> cli we ain't got clients. What do we have to say? Who's Zooming who? Okay, who's I, I, exactly? I get it. I get you out here playing okay. our downfall right. publicly, but you out here right. getting clients, bitch. Yeah, girl, okay. I wish I had clients. Okay. All right, I got it. I got it. I got it. My God. You got clients with the abbreviated S. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Have, okay. Have, <laughs> yes, I have clients with five zeros beyond them. So there we I go. I heard that. I heard that. And you better. But stand I work in my it. ass off to get those five zeros. And I think, too, and, and, so. and I think that's something that we all have to celebrate. I think all three of us. Yes. That is the thing we have to celebrate. Is that? And I always say this. You know, we have all queer people, my, minoritized people as a whole, we have always been given less and has still found a way to do more. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the thing that I want to stand in with not only just the show, but all of our brands, right? You have a brand where yep. you are telling people how to find themselves and how to find joy within their experiences that often feel like they're not experiences that many people feel like they're never going to survive right? right um you know and me and joho are telling other black queer folks that they have the right to be happy with who they are and so Absolutely. i think that that's the thing you know we are we are all i think we are all walking in the path that we should be walking in and i'll just say i'm grateful to be doing it with somebody who i mm -hmm. truly 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 love so that's yeah. awesome mm -hmm. so what are some of the biggest challenges right now in our lovely present state of being on the planet for black, fat, and femme people? And then you don't have to be all three of them. I mean, you don't have to check all three boxes, but yeah. But what are, I mean, I could go off and say, oh, I think this is it, but I, I'm just a white fat daddy. So maybe that would be my next podcast, white fat daddy. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, no, White fat daddy, I scream. Um, the challenges I would say currently that's plugging us as black fat femmes, well, oh, I, I, or any parts of us. I mean, one thing I'll say particularly is like, I'm I, I'm black and Jewish, and seeing mm. this past week play out has been a very interesting 
very interesting thing. Um, there are things I want to say that I probably should not say and can't say because like I'm I also someone who works in the Jewish community. So it's like right. the things I have to sure. really, really be mindful of. But one thing I can say is like, when to the question of what do black, black folks have to deal with, it's anti-blackness in every possible way. Um, it's, it's also the nuances of like of like people being of people being black and being mixed with something else too. Like myself, yep. having to see having to see anti-Semitism and anti-blackness play out in different ways as well. I think I mean being a black fat femme is like a continual it's like it's like you, there's never a day where there's not a challenge right because somebody either sees us as being too much um for just being who we are someone sees right. us as too um too small to listen to yet we're also like you know, i mean I, I mean i mean rick you know just just for a moment i like call in but like every person has an inner black diva that they, that they want to tell us about you know and like 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 a, a challenge is like okay well we actually are black divas <laughs> and right. so how exactly. do we you know like how you know like how 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 do you hold how do you hold space for that how do we go to the clubs and everyone's like yes queen give it to us bitch work sis but like no one wants to fuck us no one wants to like pay our bills no one wants to be our partners like all those right. things you know like right. those are challenges that black mm-hmm. femmes face i think also the fact that we have to exist in a space where like we're dealing with um with we're dealing with racism we're dealing with fat phobia and the homophobia so like when we go into some of sometimes our own communities as well as as well the outside communities we're dealing with like all you know all forms of it like if someone were to ask me what's it like being a black fat femme i would say it is like it is knowing, and, and John says before in other ways too, but knowing that there is somebody that will not like me for at least one parts of me and sometimes right. all of them and still choosing to say, fuck it, I'm going to be joyous today anyways. Um, so and, and, and I said that because things are challenges, but I also want I also want to frame them as their opportunities too, like the opportunities to show how, how resourceful I am, how resilient I am, how fucking bold I am, how brilliant I am, how amazing John is. Like I get, I get to stand with my sister who inspires me on, on the fucking daily and these challenges that we have had have brought us together to shine in the most beautiful, powerful ways. Hello. I'm gonna get off my, my soapbox. No, now. <laughs> you you see so you're preaching. And I think that's the thing, you know. I I think one of the things that when you talk about challenges, I think the challenge that not even just black fat femmes face, but I think anybody who's marginalized face is this idea of 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 when do I say something? When do I not? Right. Yep. And mm-hmm. how do I how do I make sure like this notion too of like you know, I've I, I've come to this understanding of what Audrey Lord means when she talks about this notion of you're scared when you're silent and you're afraid when you speak. So you might as well speak. Mm-hmm. I think this is something that I've I've really just made a core of who I am. And like I tell everybody, I may not be a cup of tea, but drink some water. You'll be fine. I <laughs> genuinely am a believer that I'm going to say what needs to be said. And if you don't like what I have to say, then obviously that what I have to say is not for you. And I may not be for you either. But I think that's Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing about doing this work is that somebody somewhere is going to hear or see you and say what you said and what you did has touched me in this way or what you are saying or what you are continuing Mm -hmm. to say in your work is moving Mm -hmm. me to do X, Y and Z. And so I'm just grateful that I have somebody I'll say I'll say this transparently. I am happy to have somebody who is not comfortable with the status quo, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm comfortable to have a, co- a co-pilot on this show, um, a co-host, a, a, a sister who is in this fight with me and is willing to call things what they are. And I think that's the thing that 
people are drawn to with our show is that we're not sugarcoating things, but we're also not attacking folks either. We're calling people into the conversation. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. today we're getting ready to record our episode for next week. And one of the conversations is, is, is how social media perpetuates a negative framework or ideology for, Mm. for black fat people, specifically Instagram. Right. Um, And so thinking about all of the shit that creators have to go through, specifically black fat creators have to go through Mm -hmm. in order to survive. We're not being handed, you know, opportunities. And that's the thing. I think there's this misconception that I magically just make things happen. And I had to tell somebody, like I, I had to tell two of my friends today that something I really wanted, I didn't get. And I know why I didn't get it because of who mm. I am. Right. Yep. So I think about that often, but at the same time, I'm grateful for where I am, but I also can name that shit is fucked up. And there are a lot mm. of fucked up people who are, who are still thriving in a fucked up system. So, mm. you know, it is what it is, but we still we still out here and just but so I, we, I sorry rick i can't cast out uh, one more thing please because i think the point about the challenges of being our, of being our identities is too is that when we do speak up and speak out we're also really mindful of the opportunities that that costs us and yet we do it anyways mm-hmm. like uh, the big mm-hmm. challenge as well as that we cannot like we are we're thankful that we get to say mostly anything we want to say and like right. get away with it but we also cannot say <laughs> everything we want to say and get away with it. And so like, we're also having to deal with the constant, oh, if I like if if I was more amenable to people, then maybe I get this opportunity and and also say no, but but fuck it. If they don't want me in my full right. self, then they then they gonna get me at my half self, and that and that's fine. But that's also a challenge that we have to work through and that we choose to do anyways. Yep. Well, this is something I've faced as well, and you know, I'm I'm pretty much if you saw me walking down the street. The assumption would be, hey, I'm just a cisgender white guy, right? Just a big <laughs> white guy, right? And I that's where I can I can just be in my world. But it's also as soon as I say something about being gay, then everything shifts. Right. And and it's it's one of those things that I've had to deal with as a professional speaker. Mm-hmm. I've lost gigs because, like, oh, you, are you really going to talk about that whole coming out thing a lot? Well, that's what I yes. talk about, right? <laughs> you know, even though I do these amazing talks called coming out to be an entrepreneur and I parallel the coming out process to what it's like to come out to go build an entrepreneurial dream. It's the same shit, folks. It's the same stuff. You're confused. You know what's going to happen. People think you're crazy. You shouldn't be doing this. This out of the box you're supposed to fit into. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yourself. So, uh, <laughs> but it, it's just one of those things that's so interesting to watch these parallels. But when John, I think you said, or, or maybe Joe, you said it, um, about the status quo. I was doing one of these, one of my podcasts, I think it was one of, I think it was Life on Closet a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we got into this whole living your status quo. And I said, well, and this was, this was one of those moments. I'm like, why isn't Oprah listening? Why isn't Oprah listening? I said something really cool. I said, well, what people don't realize is if they choose to live the status quo, mm-hmm. they're actually pretty much being a status hoe. Well, <laughs> Because they're just hoeing themselves out to the status that everybody else has told them to be. Basically, they are complicit is the word. Complicit is the word. Mm -hmm. I think the things that we do. Yes, I'm going to pump the three of us up right now. The things that we do is we're not we're not afraid to push the envelope. We're Mm -hmm. not afraid to speak our truth. Right now, again, we're not going to be for everybody. And that's actually okay with me. I don't want to be for everybody. Because if I am, then I'm kind of back into like, I'm playing the status quo. So let's push Mm -hmm. the envelope a little bit. I don't like it that some people get pissed off, but you know what? Hey, that's on them. That's not on me, you know? 
So as things are lovely changing in our beautiful world, especially in the United States, um, do you guys ever get concerned about like, okay, well, I'm out here in this public way. Now they really, you know, if they decide they're coming after me, uh, it's pretty much I'm visible. I'll say this, Joho, if I could take this first. Please go ahead. The first yeah. t- every people ask me this often, especially because I will say that my platform is just a smidge bigger in terms of like how many people follow me. No shade. I, I don't want. I don't want to come across no, no. as being shady. There's, there's, there's no shade. I it's want, just gonna be loud. <laughs> yeah, like, but you right. <laughs> yeah, it's right, right. Like I'm like when well, you have twenty five thousand. Okay, so are we are we comparing caring who's bigger now? No, I mean, no, come on, let's, no, let's, that is let's not, not go what there. we're doing. No. What I'm saying is is in the vantage point. Of of followers and blue yes. checks and the mm-hmm. eyes that pay attention to you. Yes, there are people who are constant, who know me. I go places and people are like, oh, aren't yeah. you Dr. John Paul? So, right, and I'm like, right. yeah, so it, it can be quite scary, not only just for me, but also for my husband, right? Mm-hmm. We don't always know who is, who's out and about and who said what yep. to me on social and stuff. But what I will say is this, um, I will say that uh, uh, the, uh, the the great Maxine Waters once said that if you aim for me, you bet not miss. And yeah. that is what I tell people all the mm. time. If you come for me, you bet not bring a knife to a gunfight because I am not afraid. And I, I think that's the thing that makes me so happy to be me <laughs> is that for years I, I did live in fear and now mm. I'm fearless. I and live. so if you come at me, you better not miss. That's all. Right, you I'm better doing. do it good. You better yes. get it done. What about you, Jordan? <laughs> I'll say as someone who has brought a knife to a gunfight before, bitch, I got you on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, I would say uh, yes, because living publicly, living publicly is 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 a huge choice. Is when I think about mm-hmm. constantly. I mean, I would say there are some times where I realize in some ways, maybe I'm like San Diego famous because I've gotten people being like, aren't you Jeho Daniels? And, I'd be, yes, and I'm be, i just like, yes. girl, I'm, I'm really nobody, but someone recognizes me or if my mom's my mom's from in the store, she lives an hour for me, people be like, oh my God, like you're Jordan's mom. And mm-hmm. which is great in some ways, but I mean, I, I, I'm thankful that thankfully in person experiences haven't been horrible, but I've gotten death threats. I've gotten people saying oh, like, yeah that someone's going to come get me and steal me away. Someone's going to come break into my house. That someone, you know, that I'm going to be assaulted. Like I, I've gotten a lot of different, I've gotten death threats. I've gotten threats about like who I am. And, but like, I mean, that's because I've been queer because I'm fat because I'm Jewish because I'm black and mm-hmm. all the above. So yes, I, I, I think, I think I, I think choosing to live, to live publicly is something that you have to reckon with because mm-hmm. I, I, like, for example, there are people that I follow that I love that, talk about how hard it is being public and i'm just like if you choose to be public you have to understand that it's going to come with a lot of consequences whether those are good or bad and like well it's like if you're going to write a book you got to be ready for the the bad criticism exactly 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 but i would but um and sorry, I I I, I kind of lost your original question as as Jean. No, you're Jean-Michel. right on, girl. Okay, girl, you're you're right thank on. You. Just keep going. You, know, yeah, so. yeah, you answered yeah. it right. You, know, you did. Just, you gotta. You gotta. You can't. I mean, I, this is. I always like to tell people. People want the platform, but they often don't want what comes with it. Well, and yeah. yes. And see, and that's when I think about so much as well is because like when people fuck up publicly, they retreat silently. And I'm and like, if I fuck up publicly, I want to correct myself publicly as well. Because if Dang. you're choosing to be public, like you do not, you have, like if you're to be public, mm-hmm. you have responsibility to the people that are following you. And I really believe this. Some people don't believe it, but I do believe it. Like it's one thing to set a boundary for sure. But if you're choosing to be public, you have responsibility if you fuck up to learn publicly and talk about that publicly as well. Because 
because yeah. it's because because people are out here getting shot on the streets every day for for being themselves publicly and for being wrong. And like you, have a, we have a privilege of having of being able to to wield ourselves in this powerful way with followers of thousands of people in X Y Z. So if we fuck up, we you know one thing we have to realize is that we have to learn. Be, be fine with being corrected. Be fine. Be also be fine with being gaslit. Like people do, did you put in People do not know how to handle being public. Like people will mm-hmm. gaslight you. People tell you you're wrong. People tell you you're stupid. And you, you gotta be like, okay, girl, like I know what I'm wrong and I know what I'm not. And that's, right. that's that on that. And, and yeah. And <laughs> that's you, that you, on that. <laughs> well, it is that, that, that's that on that, you know, and I've I had so many, thing. just, I've had so many people come at me for different things. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Okay, well, good on you. If that's you know, you go play in that little playground. I'm not coming to that playground, but you go ahead and go. And I love, I always love the ones who tell me I'm going to hell for what I do. I well, already I, have I, a suite there. So oh, I, I think, I, listen, I, it's okay, just a hot springs resort. Say <laughs> exactly. less. Say in less. Y'all are giving me a good idea. So, but I, yes. uh, the last time somebody did that, which was just a couple of weeks ago, they're like, you know, you're going to hell for doing what you do and leading people down the wrong path. And I said, well, and, and I knew it was some right. I knew it was some really right winger. I'm like, so I wrote back and I said, well, as the church lady would say, my hell will be heaven without you. So have a good day. Well, all right. <laughs> and that that is a word. That is I usually just word. like, I'll see you there, sis. Well, so, I don't want to we'll see him there. there. I don't want to see them there. I'll see y'all there. Like, I mean, if we all end up in the same place, I'm like, well, hallelu. We'll start new podcasts, and, <laughs> and you'll have, they'll hear them all the way to heaven. Then it's like, you know what? If all of us are going to be there, but it is such an interesting thing. Now, years ago, that got under my skin. I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are? Right. And I'm like, you know what? You go be you because my whole brand is about being unapologetically who you are, but they always miss the one piece. I want Mm -hmm. you to be unapologetically who you are as long as it doesn't hurt somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the minute you come at me with that stuff, you're hurting some people. So, yeah. I often, have we we solved the world's problems? I don't, (laughs) I think we're close. I was just saying, I said something you're going to hell. I'm like, I'm Jewish, so that don't that don't that don't mean nothing to me at this point. But thank you so much, <laughs> thank you so much. I will see you in the Garden of Eden, sis. Okay. Yes. One yeah. day, one day, you'll see us somewhere, honey. You, you will see it. Well, you can't get rid of us. I don't care. You know. Okay, here's another one. I, be in the 405, yeah. but that's another conversation. Uh, <laughs> listen, people will be like, "Bitch, I'll, you'll be in hell, that's bitch." I'm already traffic. there. Have yes. you been to LA? Have you been to well, Chicago Airport? Have you exactly. been to London Heathrow, bitch? Hell exists in multiple places. Have you places. been to LAX lately? <laughs> Thank you, baby. Uh, oh my God, to me, I already get picked up from person that was literally five minutes away. It's a five yes. minute drive to an hour. Hell yes. exists in different places. We're already there, sis. <laughs> And that's why I live. I moved to San Luis Obispo, California, which is Smart. hell in its own way. Well, no, it's yeah. great. It's beautiful. There isn't gay life here to save my sorry ass. So you oh. know, it, is, it is what it is. And I'm not knocking anybody who lives here. I love everybody I do know here. But come yeah, on down, come on down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's, yeah. it's such an interesting space to get to play in. But one mm-hmm. last little question, because I know you bitches, you're so popular. You got to go collect your check here, moment. <laughs> Oh, sorry about but, it but not sorry about it okay what's the, <laughs> we got what, bills what pay. is what is something you're so freaking proud of about this podcast mm. that you're just like i we're so proud that this is happening besides getting the paycheck mm. um so for me i think the, the the biggest thing is i i grew up so I, i'm just gonna say this so it, and and this is all tea I mean, this is real i'm not i'm not even 
I was literally at the gas station on Friday when Joe Ho said, bitch, did you see this? And sent the link over to Essence to me. And I'm literally sitting in line trying to get gas, <laughs> doing a very simple thing at Sam's Club, crying because I feel like a publication that I've not only written for and I've highlighted other people has now full circle come back and said, your show is the show that people should be listening to. And wow. it and it blew me away because I I for for me, it's like, you know, I don't work for validation, but often in this work, and, and, and I'm sure you know this, Rick, validation doesn't often just come, mm -hmm, right? It no. takes years, years for people to see what you're doing. And so for me to go through two years of a podcast that felt like nobody I felt like no one was listening to, um, to go through the year and a half of developing this show with iHeart to go through the fear of will this show actually get bumped over annually? Who knows? Right. There are all of these, there were all of these questions that I had going into this and to now have this really big platform look and go, you know what? This show is actually really good. Right. Mm. And my mom called me because my mom actually, she, my mom, she's one of those silent social media stalker people. And she was like, girl, why you didn't call me and tell me that one of my favorite magazines loves your podcast? <laughs> and so this very black ass Ooh, conversation you're, I have you're with my mom. Mama's back, backside. Mm. Yeah. My mom is, my mom, but <laughs> for me, it was, you know, my mom basically in so many words, without her saying directly, I'm proud of you. I know right. her calling me and saying, why didn't you call me to tell mm. me that? What's her subtle way of saying, I am so proud of you and what you're doing. So I think for me, that that's the thing is that, you know, while my mom is very Christian and she's very much not is not going to directly say, I love what you're doing and I'm proud of what you're doing. I know my mom and her heart of hearts is very proud of me. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are a lot of other people in the world who is proud of the work I'm doing with my BFF. And I'm that for me is what makes me very happy and grateful. What about you, Joho? Mm, I'm just holding that real quick. Cause I just, that's just so special. Yeah. Um, I would say, I think what makes me most proud is that Rick, I'm somebody who continually thinks about what's their purpose in life and how do I make the biggest impact and how do I help change a part of the world in some way. And I think what I'm most proud of is that this show is like, is a physical manifestation of that. Like no matter what happens with this show, it was here it was here and it was queer. And I, you know, I fully believe that this show, that our show will be on for a long time. And, mm. you know, where like if the day ever comes where, where, where it, it isn't like, I, I can go to bed knowing that we fucking did that. And that's, that's what I'm most proud of is that we, we made something that is, that is building a foundation and a blueprint for people that is, that is built on the work of others and other shoulders. And that we are, like we're 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 helping create a part of a legacy of BFFs, and that is really special to me. Mm. It's beautiful. Say that. It is. It is just. It's when you can go to that simplistic space of what you both just shared. Like this is what makes me proud, and it it's not out of ego. It's like this is what makes me proud to be able to do this. It's just this is what we're called to once again. Yeah, you know? but I will say this out of ego. I knew you couldn't keep your mouth shut. I just knew it. So. <laughs> it is nice to walk into Macy's and someone say, You want to just buy this? And I go, Yes, I don't yeah. need to know what the price is because I can afford <laughs> it. <laughs> hey, how you doing? No. So, yes, <laughs> it is It is nice to get to that, that those <sighs> interesting spaces of what happens for Ooh. you in life. You know, yes, God, just... a, I will. <clears throat> I am so happy about it. I, I can't say that. You, John. <laughs> 
I'm still like, that's how much? I mean, like, I can't afford it, but do I want to afford no, it? But you no, said, no, she was no. like, do you want both of them? Today, I said, yes, I do. Throw them in the bag because the, <laughs> will, because the card will clear. Thanks. So, so see, now the I next have. time I go out shopping, I'm going to go, well, I can't afford this, but John can. That's nice. <laughs> uh, hello there. Ah, hello. hello. How you doing? And if, yeah, is doing? that not justice? Is that not justice in this world? Yes. 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 <laughs> no. No. Well, I I am so glad you guys are here. I know you got to get running because you got to go get your show, but I've really had fun today. You Thank you made you, my man. day. This is I, I've been waiting to like I knew this conversation would be fun and good and hopefully it's inspired others because out of everything we've talked about, I think it comes back to just go out and be authentically who the fuck you are. Amen. Just Amen. go be it. Now, is it going to be easy? I don't think any of the three of us is going to say Oh, yeah, it's so easy. It's just like waking up in the morning and taking a dump. It's that easy. No, it's not that easy. Mm. But sometimes you got to just trust. I'm going to go be me. And no matter what, that's all that matters is to me that I'm being me. Everybody else will either fall in line or they won't. And in those that don't, you don't need them. Amen. That's the bottom yes. line. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Rick, a lot of laughs have been had on this on the show Thank you so much for having us. Like, yeah. th it's been a week and I can definitely say this is a conversation that I will not forget. So thank you so yeah. much. Awesome. Thank well, you. Love you both for being here. And thank you for if having you all us. want to hurry over and watch their show, let's shout it out again. It's BFF, Black, Fat, and Femme, right? On iHeartRadio. Black, Fat, Femme podcast. Yes. Yep. On iHeartRadio, mm -hmm. wherever you get your podcast. Right. <laughs> you yep. can find us on socials at B-L-K-F-A-T-F-E-M-M-E, -M -M -E, Black, Fat, Femme, but B-L-K is Black. You can email us at Black, ooh, no, John, you take that part because I'm, I'm fucking up the Oh, email. our email is <laughs> Black, Fat, Femme podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Y'all have made my week. Go have a good show. And Thank I you. can't wait to share you again in the future. All well, right. if you talk to me, I mean, you know, y'all are getting paychecks. So, you oh, know. gosh, we will definitely talk to you. Thank you so <laughs> Rick, much. We're not above us. anybody. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Thank you so much. You're bye, welcome. Rick. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family. Another episode of Life Uncloseted has come to an end, and it is time for all of us to sashay away and go face our fears, make those bold moves and stand up to living our life without apology. But before you do, I've got a favor to ask of you. Would you hop over to iTunes or Spotify or Podbean or wherever it is that you're listening to this and just give us a little bit of love if you like what we're doing here at Life Uncloseted. Here's what it does. It helps other people find the show. It helps other people get to know what we're all about and you just might help change life. In fact, if you really want to change a life, We'd love it if you just ask a friend to take a listen and see what they think. So that's it. Love you all deeply. I'm Rick Clemens, the host of Life Uncloseted. And never stop stepping out, stepping up, and stepping in to living your life uncloseted.